internet's full of true crime podcasts. More and more are added to the list every day. Figuring out where to start or where to go next can be overwhelming. But have no fear, I'm here to help. I'm Bob Ruff, and this is the place to find your next true crime binge. After only uh, a record 15 minutes of technical difficulties, we were able to get the show on the road. I'm joined today by Greta and Rainey from the Two Lies in a Crime podcast. Ladies, how are you doing? Good. We are amazing. I'm so excited to be on your show. (laughs) I'm a little hungover, but this is great. (laughs) I'm not hungover, but Rainey is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, We're joined by... Uh, the lovely Erica Cantor, who's in uh, – is that a different closet than last time? I feel like no. there's more flannel involved this week. Uh, <laughs> We're bringing out the fall weather clothes, Bob. <laughs> there it is. No, same closet. Is, is your boyfriend so time, organized though. that he has like – that he like moves his fall stuff out no, during the summer no, and then moves it back I'm, in? I completely made that up. I completely <laughs> – nope. Nope. We just, all, we just both have way too many clothes. <laughs> No, but remember, Bob, my mom listens to this podcast, and she did inform me last week that she was very happy to hear that our closet was clean and tidy. So you got to you got to keep the illusion going. (laughs) Did you did you tell her what I told you to tell her? No, absolutely not. It was her birthday this week, Bob. I couldn't do that to her. (laughs) It's for her birthday. So uh, Greta and Rainey, I told her. Erica told me that her mom listens to the podcast and and her mom I've met her is is lovely and so I told her to tell her that I said how you doing just like that and <laughs> yeah not good yeah. uh, I would have done that with <laughs> yeah she you know what I don't know what I'm thinking she listens hey Mrs Cantor how you doing there it is. yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Greta, and Ra- this is super weird. Also, only Rainey's on is on my screen. Uh, Greta is is it's off camera. Uncomfortable for me. So that's that's lovely. This is a great. I was wondering how did you guys when all this shit was going on? Like, how did you guys decide which one of you was going to be on the camera? I think that was Rainey. It's because Rainey was just like oh. her computer was freaking out, so I just went shut it down. Let's stop this. She has, and she has the cool background, so yeah, she does. Have the space she has the much background. better background. Than Except I do. it's it's kind of freaking me out. This yeah. and because I have to look sideways so that you can hear me, I feel like I'm like kissing the mic and. But I don't know. It's this weird, weird yeah. experience for me. Thanks. Thanks speaking of the speaking of the mic, not to be a news here, but uh, it is like I feel like we're hearing you through Greta's mic and not yours. Or so you you are very very quiet. Apparently, Rainy was drinking last night, and maybe oh, she yeah. came in there and yeah. messed with the setting. Yeah. Well, we usually record on Sundays, and I had problems with getting home from my trip, and we got delayed. So we decided to do it last night since we were going to be getting up early this morning, and. And we uh, we don't normally get to get super smashed on our show because she always has to go home <laughs> at the end. And we were like, it's a sleepover. We could totally go all out. And we kind of did. <laughs> I drank like the whole bottle, I think, last night yeah. myself. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and then you got the second bottle. So, <laughs> so I, anyway. I'm really excited to edit this next episode. It's going to be great. 
<laughs> right, yeah, it's, it's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, so Greta, I had the I had the pleasure of meeting you at CrimeCon. Did did I meet you, Rainy? No, you didn't. I wasn't it was actually... it was Obsessed Fest that we met at. Yeah, Obsessed Fest is where I met yes. you. Is what I yeah. met. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't. I'm so terrible with names and faces. I specifically remember Greta. But I'm like, it's shit. There's two of them. I don't remember there being two of them. <laughs> there was not. Now we yeah, conveniently can't see Greta me. at all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's still only one. Just yeah. yeah. This is how I think we like it. I mean, that's the name of the podcast, right? Yeah. It's two lies. Yeah. So, you know, one of us is a lie. <laughs> yeah. So, and this was, you know, so you guys have a new podcast just came out in July yeah. of this year. You've got what, 13, 15 episodes, something like yeah. that out so far. And uh, Greta was just, was just telling me about it. And I was like, what a cool idea. So, <laughs> Uh, we'll go out of order from normal a little bit. Like, tell, like, who tell us about the, this whole concept of your podcast <laughs> and whose ridiculous idea it was? Because I love it. <laughs> We've be been talking me. for a long time about doing a podcast, mostly when we're super drunk, but we can never come up with an idea of what we wanted to do. And yeah, been rainy. I uh, it was my idea actually. I got drunk. Um, you see a theme here. <laughs> you see a theme. A We're theme. not alcoholics, I swear. This was out of months. It doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> so I was talking to my stepdaughter, and she really likes true crime as well. And mm-hmm. I was telling her about a true crime story I had just watched on Netflix. And I said so many lies in it. And I just could like embellish really easy when I am have a little liquor in me, apparently. So we started talking about, well, what if we, like, I was, <laughs> I was going to say I was driving, but I wasn't. She was driving. <laughs> so I got super smashed and was driving home. And I, was, I had an epiphany. Exactly. <laughs> and I was making my one phone call. I thought, you know what would be fun? And I was like, this is a great podcast idea. <laughs> I'll just lie in it. <laughs> No, but I do this thing where, uh, like, a serial killer kills 15 women. I'll go – I'll embellish and be like, he, he killed 57 women and, like, go into this whole elaborate story afterwards. So that's mm-hmm. how it was birth. We don't always <laughs> accomplish – we try to limit to just two lies in the conversation. Sometimes <laughs> Rainey's like, um, don't come at me. I don't think this is true, but <laughs> – <laughs> So it's 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 two lies in a crime, mm-hmm. two lies in a crime, right. and it is and is it the the listener's job when they listen to then write into you and try to identify which parts were the lie and which parts were the crime? Yes. Yeah, so. our whole premise is <clears throat> the true crime community is so like exploding right now, and so if you you know there's a lot of people who claim that they know their true crime. So if they know their true crime, then they should be able to pick out the lies or at least do their research to find the lies and then, you know, let us know what the lies are that we've put in to the story. Well, we say they should be able to do the research, <laughs> but we don't we never have the we don't prepare. You have to get a single email. No one's no one's written nope. in. <laughs> yep. We're trying. We're getting there. We're trying. <laughs> You know, it just it just occurred to me that I have my notes on the case that you guys want to discuss today and is are there are there lies riddled in these notes too? Have you guys snowed me into believing the elements is, of this crime? I don't even know what No, we... I mean the ones that I gave you 
Well, we actually wanted to change it. We wanted to like throw you for a loop and be like, we have another story we wanted to do instead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it would all work the same to me. I, I just did an interview yesterday with Kayla Waters and I was <laughs> like, she was asking me about true crime stuff. I said, here's the, you know, the funny thing about me, the true crime podcaster, is that I'm not into true crime at all. <laughs> so I don't know anything because she was like asking how I got into um, the West Memphis Three case. And it was actually a funny story that I was like, I was doing my podcast and people kept mentioning the West Memphis three case. And they're like, yeah, that's very similar to like West Memphis three. And I'm like, I know, right. <laughs> Had no idea what that case was about. I was like, I said, maybe I should like read about this case. About anything. <laughs> yep. You yeah, so literally, I have been so impressed by all the things that you've managed to be able to do. It's, it's super impre- impressive, and it makes me almost feel like I just have this measly show that <laughs> we're making up lies. Listen, and he's we all changing the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Two Listen, lies at we a time. all had a had a measly <laughs> show at one point, and then sometimes people just enjoy it. And start listening. You know, that's the whole idea behind behind this show is you know there's it, it's and I the reason I wanted to have you guys on is because it's a unique concept. Everybody's looking for their. For their jam, what is the you know the thing that they enjoy and want to listen to, and it's a very unique you know a lot of us are all doing the same thing. I mean, I mean, I was pretty early in the game before people started doing this whole investigate wrongful conviction podcast. Uh, but similarly, you guys are new to the where I'm going to make shit up about a crime. Uh, you know, the only person that's been doing it before you was Nancy Grace. She's been doing it for. Years, <laughs> she just makes stuff that up is 100% about crime. Accurate. <laughs> I never thought of big, it that way. Yeah, <laughs> we could big be Nancy Grace fan. Uh, I am. <laughs> uh, She's a big fan. So tell, <laughs> she is. So, I wonder if her kids or if her twins are still walking around with Truth and Justice stickers on their backpacks because uh, <laughs> Becky at one of the crime oh. cons. They came up nice. to our booth and Becky stuck big true crime or truth and justice <laughs> stickers on their backpacks. Awesome. That's amazing. Uh, so I, I don't know very much about you guys. That's and that's Erica's fault. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't do mm-hmm. her research. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this, this is what I know about you. I have three bullet points. It says you've known each other for over twenty years. Greta met Rainey through her ex husband. And that, and you guys have already made this quite clear. Both of you like wine. Uh, yes. That's what I have. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. Thank that's, you very much. Yeah, thanks. That's, that's yeah. All right. Well, thanks right for joining there. us. It's yeah. been great. Uh, <laughs> Listen to our show, Two Cries in the Light. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I don't know what state you guys are from, or even what region of the country that you're from. So that'd be a good place to start. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Erica did not do anything wrong. She did her job right because we um, – our whole thing is about clues and trying to figure out stuff. So even like but, our TikToks, right. we don't She figured out show... nothing. She figured out <laughs> absolutely nothing. She's she like, did. I don't know. They, she learned that we, they made three we, Instagram posts, so I guess that will do. No, no, no. All the stuff that she learned is on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like little bits here and there and here and there. Like on our, we have TikTok and we don't show our face. We just – we're trying to be elusive. We, we we know everyone knows that we're from Arizona because we've talked about it on the podcast. Um, but for the most part, we try and keep our. I think you can kind of narrow down where in Arizona. Like, yeah. They've determined. I live by a jail. 
<laughs> you live by a jail in I live Arizona. By a jail in Arizona. Okay, now we're now and, we're getting somewhere. And Greta's an hour away. So there's like little tips and things like that. Uh, See, I was gonna I, I was gonna play the guessing game and I was gonna okay. say Arizona, New Mexico, or California. And let me tell hey. you why. The reason is because you're wearing a sleeveless shirt, a tank top of of some kind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so they're somewhere warm, but they don't have a an accent, so they're not from like the deep <laughs> south. So they must. I'm thinking Southwest was where I was where I was going. Good guess. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's yeah. almost yeah. like you and do it's easy for. Me. I know. Right? Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like that's your job or something. It's also very easy for me to make the guess after you already told me the answer. I could tell you. Right. I could tell you anything. I'd be like, I think you're from Phoenix. I was going to be my guess, and you nailed it. Who knows, right? So, so uh, Greta, you met Rainy through your your ex husband. Um, how does that happen? Still she, buddies with the ex? She won or? me. She won me. Well, I mean, I think. Well, yeah, because we we he introduced us when we were engaged, and then we kind of had this like spread out. Um, because my ex was in the military, so I moved all around the world and kind of vaguely stayed in touch with Rainey. And it wasn't until closer towards the end when um, my marriage was going down the tubes and I was getting a divorce, and then we we rehooked up. and And Rainey was a long truck driver, a long haul driver, and they needed a place to crash when they would come into town. So I was like, "Come stay with me." So then we became super close after that, and. Then the divorce happened, and I was like, I don't care. I'm keeping Rainy. And my ex was like, okay. <laughs> and she's friends with my ex still, too, so it's fine. <laughs> well, that's nice. Is it in the decree that you get Rainy in the divorce? Yes, yeah. it is specifically written in there that she yeah. is going to be solely my friend. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know, And, and, and I was just going to say, I was going to guess that – that Greta, you probably you probably used to be married to somebody in the military, and I thought uh, uh, Rainy is very. I mean, obviously, uh, an over the road trucker. Um, it's. I mean, I'm batting a thousand. I, so far. I feel like you're guessing right after we say stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good amazing. job with that investigation. No, no see, it, I had guessed it before, but then you ah, you, you just, just you jumped the it. shark on me, and you told me ahead All right. of time. Okay. Let's also, play this that's game. not what jump the shark means. I learned <laughs> yes. recently. I, you just recently found that out. <laughs> yeah, I hear people say it all the time, so I just like put it into my vernacular. And I'm like, you're really jumping the shark there. And then my wife, like, just recently, she's like, I don't think you know what that means. And I said, go fuck yourself. First of all, I know exactly. What it means. Henry Wrangler. And then I like rolled over in bed that. and. Yeah, I took my phone, and rolled over bed, and Googled it, and I'm like, "Oh, it's from when the Fonz jumped the shark, and, and it means that they've gone too far. They've run out of ideas, and they've yeah. gone too far." Yep. Okay, I've heard so it wait, both ways. wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this game. So tell me about myself. Go ahead. Let's let's do this. Um. Well, said- I mean, there's, what else is there to tell? You know, exactly. you're over the road trucker. Uh, you're, you're, you're single, had a, had a child out of wedlock though, years ago, uh, (laughs) who's, who's in their late teens now. Um, and, and that's fine. You know, it's okay. Don't, don't let, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's Uh, anything wrong with that. No. No. Um, and, uh, you're, you, you're not, you don't do, you don't do trucking anymore. You moved into logistics. Actually, you do, you do work in logistics. Mm -hmm. Okay. You must make right. a lot of money then. I That's do, I, I do make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, logistics is one of the underpaid, I think. Uh, yeah. 
areas, uh, jobs to have in the country right now. So, yeah, I mean, you're still coming in barely under minimum wage, but you don't have to travel anymore, and that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice (laughs) that I don't travel anymore? Dude, yeah, you don't hard. have to, you know. I don't I don't think I like this rainy very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, nice chat. Really, I Those think so. I nice think that chat. based on the fact that you guys record every Sunday, uh, but you were able this time to record on a Monday and you're here on a Tuesday, uh, I, I've i kind of determined that you probably don't do the over-the-road trucking anymore unless it's a, unless it's a, like a you know three, four days a week type of thing. doesn't seem to add up to me. So I'm guessing you're not doing the uh, over-the-road trucking anymore. So how close am I? You're a little close on that. I do work inside the safety area now at, at in an office. Right, but I, on the weekends, <laughs> I still drive a truck and still – Take it out over the weekend, but not over the road, right? You're home. You're back every day. Um, no, most of the time I'm back every other day on the weekends. So it takes the whole weekend. Basically, I'm She's right. So you work inside, by the time she which comes is to essentially logistics. <laughs> and right, but I I did not have any. I did, I did not birth any children ever. So good, nice try there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I was. I do I, I have. Meant, I do I have four dog. adult children, though, but I didn't. She didn't. Them. <laughs> didn't well, see, that was that's where my signals were getting crossed. I was sensing it was like because like four, like four step children equals one. You one child, regular child, one birth child. Yeah, one child. Stepchildren gonna feel about that. <laughs> and technically, you didn't have those children. Like Super they weren't close. birthed Super when you were married, right? So. Right. Yeah. But you said I I had a child out of wedlock. So I'm just kind of – you basically said four stepchildren apply <laughs> to, to the whole you know, birthing out of wedlock. <laughs> Listen, if you just finally re- – I was waiting for you to pick your hand up so I could say if you were married or not. And I finally uh. see the – had you, had you done that earlier, yeah. then I would have I, I I picked up on yeah. that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Married with four stepchildren. Yes. Well, yes. how's that yeah. going? Well, great. They're all adults. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody's out of the house. And we get the we got the kind of the fun stuff. So I didn't actually raise them, and now they all call me mom. So <laughs> nice. nice. That's very nice. <laughs> I got the and, easy uh, stuff. <laughs> and Greta. So wait, did you take a day off work for this? Me? Yeah. Oh, it's early um, there, isn't it? I yeah, it's like seven o'clock. I oh. told them I had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> oh, let's just hope they're not true crime binge listeners. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> it won't matter. <laughs> they're very, they're very it's a different uh, rainy and a of, different Greta. <laughs> yeah, and right, yeah. and I, I work <laughs> freaking. 80 hours with them. They're, they're, I'm allowed a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they're only paying you that minimum wage. Like Right. Yeah. The minimum wage. Oh, yeah. God. I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. That, like, guts me. <laughs> so guts me. <laughs> you know, you don't have to take that shit. Not anymore. Right. Um, I think at Greta, my age, I'd think Gre- more than women. <laughs> Greta, what do you do? I work with my partner in um, web development. I basically manage him because he's not good at office 
stuff. So I do all the office stuff. I'm that also a notary, a traveling notary. <laughs> that and oh, a photographer. Wow. I do. I'm a jack of all trades. And then I also have a podcast. So and a mom. I homeschool my kids. So it's fantastic. It really sounds like you're lying. Yeah, so you just described four jobs, and yeah. uh, again, you you have plenty of time to sit here and record this podcast this morning, so it seems yes. like maybe all those aren't accurate. No, I mean, you could say that they're not, but yeah, that's that's what I do. So I there's 24 usable hours in every day. Hey, that's, that's my line. That is Rainey's uh, philosophy, and I am trying to... Live by that. <laughs> 24 usable hours. Hey, I oh, feel yeah. it. I mean, I feel like it's more like 18 usable hours in every oh, day, man. but you know, I try to sleep a little bit. Who needs yeah. sleep? I don't need sleep. I can just go. <laughs> right. You drive all night. Listen, I don't know how <laughs> yeah. how you guys do the drive. Like, I can't uh-uh. I can't drive when the sun goes down. It doesn't matter how much sleep I've had. If I like, I could go to bed at eight o'clock at night and wake up at six in the morning for a trip. And whenever I start driving, it's it's dark out. I'm like falling asleep at the wheel until the sun comes up. You know, I learned a trick like, the- from truckers. I think. Correct me. I don't know if this is actually a thing, but I looked it up a long time ago because same same problem as Bob. I fall asleep easily in cars. So <laughs> I, if you, is it true? Sunflower seeds. Like, is that a trucker thing that truckers do? Is chewing on sunflower seeds keep themselves awake because it works. Yes, it actually yeah. has vitamin E, and that will also wake you up, mm. along with vitamin B. Huh. So if you or bananas are a lot at truck stops because the potassium will wake up your muscles as you drive. Oh, nice! See, what I do you do? Tips. Like, do you just you you just shop back the car out once a week to get all the shells? Spit it out the window. <laughs> I just pictured Erica like driving down the road, like like she's got a, like a like a dip a dip a yeah. chaw in, <laughs> spitting into a cup the whole way there. I I drove nights for a good nine years, and it I always just used like music and rolled down the windows, but then it always like really helped to have like. Like anytime I ate sugar or junk food, that kind of stuff, my body would fall asleep. So mm-hmm. I actually, when I'm I became a, a truck driver, I lost 60 pounds because I focused on only foods that would make me stay awake. That's huh. <laughs> Yeah, because what I do when I'm tired is I, I do the same thing. Every, I go to the gas station and and I'll get a five-hour energy, yep. uh, which uh, my buddy Mike always – because we used to travel a lot together when he worked for me, um, always referred to as a five-hour power. Uh, <laughs> get a five-hour energy. I would slam my five-hour power uh, and then get a Starbucks triple shot energy drink <laughs> and a Snickers bar. And then oh I would God, eat the Snickers horrible. bar. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, everything that all says energy to me, the yeah, Snickers, no. they satisfy. No. That, they no. do. They see. What you just energy, did though, was crash your body. Yeah. Well, what you just did was bring your body to a high level of caffeine so that it right. crashes really, really hard in you know, about that was two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would it would be like for like an hour I'd be like wide awake and then I was like couldn't so I'd stop yep. and get another 5 hour yeah. power and a triple well, energy but, drink. No, you're doing and, it wrong. And a Bob. Snickers bar. You're doing it wrong. You have to with the 5 hour energies, you have to drink half of it. So you get like two and a half hours of energy and so then about two and a half hours later you Is, it, the other is half. that how the math works? It literally I'm not even shitting you, you read the a... label. It literally says it on the label. 
I'll check it. It, it says does. to drink half it, of it. It does yes. say it on the label. <laughs> I it didn't does. even know. It says that oh they recommend God. you drink half of it now, and then you wait a little bit, like two and a half hours or two hours-ish, and if you start feeling like you're having a little bit of a slump, you drink the rest of it. You've been doing it wrong. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You learn well, something. She's completely well, what kind of correct. nerd come reads every, a label on a five-hour power? Uh, I do. Driving tips. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you really want driving tips on this? This is a great episode. <laughs> this is all about our podcast. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, and that's what you know. Tune in every week to Two Lies and a Crime to hear driving tips. And... So uh, excited about this one. Yeah. <laughs> Greta, how how old are your are your childrens that you uh, are homeschooling? Well, I homeschooled all of them, um, and then my oldest daughter ended up going to college. And then I was like, "Oh, this is super easy having two kids." And then my second daughter was like, "I'm tired of living with everyone, so I'm going to graduate at 16 and move out of the house." And so she did just recently. So now I have one who's left. Oh my in the god! How did you 14. get her to do that? <laughs> she did it all on her own. She was working full. She did everything online. She did both her junior and senior year together. And then she worked full time at Taco Bell and saved all of her money. And then she was just like, peace out, suckers. And then she just left. And I was like, okay, see you later. Good luck. I, just call me and tell me you're not dead every once in a while. <laughs> I have I have a 16 and a 17-year-old, and I would love that if they would just uh, yeah. You know. Get well, the she's the out. only one out of all my kids who like take after me. So I appreciated her motivation, her self determined you know, determined she's very much like me that way. So that's why I was just like, go for it, kid. I wish I would have had the opportunity to do that when I was your age. So she's wow. living her and best life. How old's life. the baby? Um, he's fourteen. Fourteen. And he's, a couple couple more years and he's out of there. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> he's the he's the one who who uh thinks that he he's gonna live in my basement, basically. <laughs> that's that's not what I hope for, but that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I have I have an eleven year old that's that's the one that's going to kill me. Like the other, yeah. I joke like sixteen. My sixteen and seventeen year old are both like super easy. Like they're both good students. They just do their thing. They're you know there's like no issues with either one. And then that little eleven year old. That little son of a bitch left. He's left his instrument, his band instrument, on the bus now four times in three oh weeks. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I would kill him four times. That sounds exactly like my son. Your son and your and your kid could literally just play together. They'd be they'd be the same. It's amazing. Oh yeah, he's this kid is killing me. He's yeah. like he and like we live way out in the country. We're literally the last stop, and the bus drivers take their buses home oh, so geez. they don't go back. And it, like, and and we live down. They drop him like a half mile from our house. So I could drive down there and pick him up, uh, which can be a problem at three o'clock. By the way, Erica, in that interview, we'll figure it out later. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I pick him up, and so like the bus driver's dropping him off, and then they're going home. And he gets off the bus, and he comes walking with the truck, and I'm like, "Where's your, uh, where's your xylophone?" Because of course he plays the fucking xylophone. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, like, where's your xylophone? He's like, ah. Oh man, I left it on so the bus again. So are you like again. chasing the bus? Are you chasing the bus down? Trying? I've done you know, that twice. Hysterically, I need my I need my son's xylophone. Oh, yeah. I've done it twice. The, the first couple times, I like call like the transportation office, and then they call them on the radio, and then they look. They're like, "Yeah, it's there," but they went home. So 
they'll like you can get it here tomorrow morning or something or he likes to do it on fridays so it'll be like the next day and then that was such an ass pain that the last two times i've just like he gets off the truck without his instrument and i'm like god damn it i'm like just get in the truck let's go and we're like flying down the road and like (laughs) flailing down the bus and begging them to pull over so we can get his instrument back oh Oh, dear (laughs) i kind of see like he I think he knows what he's doing if he's doing it on a Friday because he doesn't want to have to practice over the weekend. So he's like, oh, whoops, I left my xylophone that, on the bus. That kid ain't practiced that instrument a day in his life. I don't know why the fuck he even brings it home. Brings it home every day, insists. He's like, well, the band director. And then won't leave it in the truck. Like I'm just like, just leave it in the back seat for the morning. And he's like, well, they said that if you leave it in the car, it'll get cold, it'll damage. I'm like, it's not a trumpet. It's a xylophone. It'll be fine. No, Dad. It has to come out. And he lugs this thing that's as big as him out of the truck into his room just so we can lug it back in the neck. <sighs> Sorry, the kid and my blood oh, pressure is going up. Yeah. that's. Hilarious. See, I don't feel like I've missed anything by you not raising miss, my kids. <laughs> no, no. We had, we had our oldest. We had four. Our oldest uh, was a bit of a struggle in high school. Uh, but got through and is doing well now. And now we got the two easy ones in the middle that are kind of doing their thing. And then it's like, then this little bastard that like he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna kill me. He's gonna kill Seriously, me. And he's I, never leaving. Yeah, my um, I have always told people that if my son had been born first, he would literally be my only kid because he is so hard. He just is exhausting. <laughs> I love him dearly. He's super smart. He is hilarious. He's very creative. I love all those things about him. But he's just like, I don't need school. I don't want to grow up. He's like kind of smart. Like, you know how a lot of kids are like, Mm -hmm. I want to grow up and be an adult. And he's like, I don't want to be an adult. And being an adult (laughs) sucks. I'm going to stay a kid forever. And I'm like, oh, damn it. You figured it out already. (laughs) My little one is just oblivious to everything. Like, he just, like, he'll come home. And I'm like, dude, what? You have three missing assignments in in English class. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, we did those in class. I'm like, right. What the fuck were you doing? Like when they were doing them in class. And like, you'll be. I'm like, you're you're ground. Give me your phone. You're grounded until you catch up these assignments and da da. And then like a half hour later, he'll walk in and be like, Dad, I just did a front flip. Yep. But like, what? Did, uh, he's like, yeah. What? And I landed it. Flip. I did a front oh. flip. I learned how to do front flips. I'm like that's like you take you can't even do you like you take his phone away from me. He's like that's fine. I'll find something else to do besides my schoolwork. It's cool. Anywho, <laughs> it's ironic that you just brought that up because last night before we started our recording, I looked at my son and I'm like, you have 16 missing epi- or, uh, um, assignments in PE. PE. What are you doing? It's PE. How do you have 16 missing assignments? Yeah. In PE, yep. he's like, I that's don't know. Bullshit. Like, that's oh, what they God. do. <laughs> I think he said, I don't even know how to find it. Oh, <laughs> that sounds accurate. <laughs> is the assignment? I, I imagine the assignment in PE is just like getting dressed and yeah, participating, like, participating in participating. PE. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's at home, one so I mean, yeah. <laughs> go around the block. Just, yeah, he's just like, no, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I don't yes. think so. That sounds right terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get let's get into this pod. So so the podcast is Two Lies in a Crime. Uh and we're going to talk about your uh, case you covered in episode 2, which was titled Not a Soccer Mom, uh also known as the Minivan Mom Bank Robber. Uh this happened in San Diego in November, September through November of 2009. One of you guys take it away. Tell us about this case. 
Um, so <laughs> Roxanne Panic, she um, had become addicted to pain kills after her last child. And so in order to try and keep and maintain her habit, she was taking a lot, a lot, most of the the family money. So she was, she fudged the numbers at her job and got a $4,000 bonus. And she thought she got away with it. She thought she was, you know, she was able to cover her bills and have her keep continue her, her addiction. And then her bosses found out and they were like, there's a discrepancy here. And she didn't even flinch. She's like, yes, I stole the money. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do to fix it? <laughs> she was just yeah. like, that was me. Really honest about it. <laughs> yeah. so but they... I just landed a front flip in the front yard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yay, me. <laughs> so she, they agreed that they would not press charges if she agreed to pay all the money back. So she drove home, was patched, or she had hurt, or she went to the bank that night and someone had robbed the bank. And while she was there, she was calling her husband, like, super freaking out. And she's like, someone's robbing the bank. And then all of a sudden, she stopped and thought. She's like, wait a minute. Someone's robbing the bank. <laughs> she, and they got away, literally drove away on a bicycle. They, they rode off in a bicycle. And she's just like, and they got away with it. So she's like, um, I think I can do this. <laughs> so the next morning, she took her kids to school. And on the way home, she robbed a bank. <laughs> But wait, wait, wait. She named she robbed her neighborhood bank. Yeah, she the she, one around her block. Yeah, the one she banks at. The one, the yeah. one that she banks at. Yes, they're like, so, hey, Roxanne, how's it going? Right. <laughs> she got um, you know. she got a BB gun and she put on a really creepy mask to do it this time. And she made a bigger scene the first time, and she kind of was like pointing the gun in people's faces and asking for money, and they gave her the money, and she felt so bad that she was making all these people scared with the gun. So she like when she's running out of the the, the bank, she's like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Cause she felt so bad that she was like scaring people with this BB gun. And she only managed to get like $800. Um, so she's like, crap. Um, I guess I'm going to have to do this again. <laughs> so then she went to another bank that wasn't that much farther away and this time she just did it like on her cell phone with sunglasses, slipped him a note, got the money that way. And she only got like, I can't remember. It was not a lot of money. Out of all four bank robberies, she only managed to get $2,000. <clears throat> so let's see. The second one, she, <laughs> when she did the second one, she had taken her and her husband uh, had gone to visit a friend who had just had a baby. She shows up. She takes some pictures with the baby. And then she's like, you know what? I got to pop out for a minute and uh, run an errand. I'll be right back. So she goes and she robs the bank. She comes back and she ends up still hanging out with the with the family and the baby and posting huh. it on Instagram. And then she goes home. That's a great alibi. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> she's so casual about it. I would be a nervous wreck. I don't know how she did it, but. Seems like then, robbing a bank isn't as hard as like like it's like easier than robbing a liquor store. Yeah, it seems like there. The more after I've heard this story, the, I hear uh, there's just a lot of bank robberies out there. It's pretty fascinating that I didn't really think there there would be that many, but apparently there are quite a few. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, there jump was. In here? Yeah, go okay. ahead, Rainy. Sorry, Rainy has something to say. So you kind of ran over her first bank robbery. Uh-huh. Do you remember she? 
like walked out of the bank and started walking toward her neighborhood. And the, somebody from the bank followed her and was calling the police, telling her everything, telling the police where she was going. And she didn't even look backwards to see if anyone was following her. She walked right into, like, there was this wall, like a retaining wall for her neighborhood. And she jumps over the wall. And that's where they lose her because she goes to her house. And they can't find her. So the police are like, like, she lives somewhere in here. Yeah. And there's like helicopters going around the neighborhood. They shut down the schools. They like locked everything down because someone just robbed the bank. And she runs into her neighbor. And her neighbor, she's like, what's going on? And her neighbor goes, well, someone just robbed the bank. It's a small little five foot two woman. And then goes, hey. That could have been you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Roxanne goes, uh, yeah. I gotta <laughs> actually so she said, I just ran into some money, so I'm gonna go <laughs> go pay some bills now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So she, so so like she she wasn't even good at it and still pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. And like just yeah. the police oh, were this, like, this... Oh, she went over a wall. Can't imagine where she possibly went. Yeah. 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 We can't find her. What where are you gonna go? do? She went over a wall. I don't know. Guess we better go back to the police station. <laughs> we, we had a local credit union here where I live. They ended up shutting down and moving because it was like where it was sit- it was like on the main main drag through our town, but right behind it was like some woods. With it, with like a neighborhood wound through the woods, and like three times in a year, people kept robbing the bank because they would rob the bank and leave, and they would just go into the. They could park their car <laughs> like anywhere and be able to like like run through the. And they finally figured they're like, we just can't stop people from robbing this bank. Like, they just, <laughs> I don't know what we could do, but they continue to rob the bank and they park their car over there in that neighborhood. And we, yeah, so can't we just they just down. moved. They've literally moved across the street. <laughs> right. Maybe if we go it's a, a realtor's office away. now. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, just so they didn't have woods behind them because they're like that oh, seems right. to be yeah. like they couldn't like, put the up security. a fence or like yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, they couldn't put security. Apparently, <laughs> the problem is though, if they had built a wall there, imagine if the bank robber got over the wall, then they're like, well, well, what? Are gonna problem, right? What are we going to do? They're all good. They're we'll gone. Never find go back there. Yeah. So how did does she ever she finally gets caught right and she was even on a TV yes. show? This yeah, one. so she the last time that she robbed the bank, she was just so flippant about it that she just parked her minivan right in the very front of oh. the of the bank. And it was Bank of America. It was a Bank of America, which is like a very well-known, highly secure bank. She's just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'll I'll rob this one, it'll be fine." She gets the money, but they put the they end up putting the the ink dye and the tracker in no that was the that third was the, time that's the third time sorry the fourth time oh. oh they they were like right on top of her they followed her on the highway they pull her over and the the cop <laughs> the cop comes out and he says excuse me ma'am do you know why we pulled you over and she's like yes i because i robbed four banks he's like you robbed how many banks excuse <laughs> me like he would, just thought it was going to be the one and she was <laughs> and she had all of her she didn't even keep the same note she had like four different notes in her cup holder she didn't even hide the evidence she just like i'm i i did it this is all i did it all <laughs> that was 100 percent me I yeah. <laughs> and i i mean as i don't can i don't appreciate i mean i don't condone going and robbing banks but i do appreciate that every time that she got caught she's been 
blatantly up, just honest about the whole thing. Yep, that was me. Oh, yeah, it goes right back when she got caught at work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They didn't. They just said it was a discrepancy. She's like, yeah, because I stole the four thousand dollars. Sorry, just. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. I. I, I don't know where Rainy, Rainy just left. I don't know what's yeah. happening. She just like, up and gone. And she's the only one I can see. Like she just I <laughs> walked just off camera. Staring off into yeah, space. Yeah, we're just she's staring. Like, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, st- staring into space. So I I guess we're oh. done. Uh she's no, no, back no. now. My battery on the tablet is running low and so I think we're going to lose you if I don't plug it in. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. We're about to wrap wrap things up. I do want to know, though, it, sound, it sounded like what you were saying was that in her third bank robbery, the one where she didn't get caught, they had a GPS tracker and a dye pack in the money yes. and she still didn't get caught? No, she caught it. Like as soon as she got in the car, she opened up her purse and she saw that – or the bag that she had put the money in. She saw that it had a tracker in it. So she basically had to throw the whole bag out the window and she didn't even make any money off of that one at all because she didn't want to get uh, caught. Oh, my God. I was picturing like the Barney Five Police Department where she was like, <laughs> like like they stop her pulling into her. She's her face is like covered in blue dye and they're like, do you have any yeah. idea about this? Like, I don't know. I have, I have no idea who robbed that, that bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, so give me an I example. Think that's so, one like of my favorite cases that we we've covered. Yeah, yeah. The and sad in that thing story, is, everything you just said was completely true. That's not where I the know. Lies we didn't make it. I was kind of that's, that's what was there a lie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if that's all the true stuff. So, like, give us an example of like what would you what would you mix in there uh, as lies? Well, on this particular one, she embellished uh, the sentence. So uh, she only went to jail for three years and eight months. Mm-hmm. But Greta said that she went to jail for eight years and eight months. That's one and then, lie. That's yeah. one lie. And then the second lie was that she didn't get divorced, that she stayed with her husband, which is completely not true. Yeah, they, he divorced her in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to tell you guys how to do your job, but if it were me <laughs> – We've gotten I, better. That was the second episode. Yeah, that was our second episode. We've <laughs> gotten a lot better, me, for sure. That idea I had about the dye pack exploding in her face, yeah. like that goes in this. Like, you might want to re-record this episode, actually. It'd be like, the, like, like when her neighbor stopped her and was like, it could have been you. Like, you need to add that she's covered in blue thinking. dye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, it's crazy. The, I don't know. The neighbor's side-eyeing are like, hmm. I thought the neighbor stopping her was going to be the lie for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I – well, again, I think that Greta's sadly completely an honest person. <laughs> It's only me who's a horrible liar when I get drunk. That <laughs> right. was like it's literally hard for her. She did. She was like, I don't it know where to put the lies. Three years in. and seven months. It was four years and seven years. months. Like, what do you well, think about I, that? I, yeah, I write out the whole entire story, and then every t- I do this every time. You think I'd learn by now? Like after our fifteenth episode, I write out the whole entire story, and then I'm like, "Oh crap! I'm supposed to put lies in this. Damn it!" And then I have to go back, and I fret forever. Like I don't know where. I, it's such a crazy story. What am I supposed to? But I'm yeah. getting better. She does. She. You have <laughs> a hard time. Better. I am a hot mess, and I watch like a twenty-five minute television show and go let me tell you this story <laughs> so there's plenty of rooms to add lives 
Well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, their names are Greta and Rainey, and the podcast is called Two Lies in a Crime. Check it out. It could be your next big true crime binge. Very unique, very fun. And, ladies, this has been a blast uh, hanging out with you guys today. I hope that, uh, you know, your audio works so everybody hears it. Yes, I'm so sorry about all of that. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was really fun. Yeah, I'm so grateful that you were able to do this. Thank you again, Bob. Yep, you're welcome. All right, thank you guys, and we'll talk again sometime soon. All right, have a great day. Crime Binge is an NBI Studios production and is distributed by Audioboom. Produced and edited by Kelly Barron's Brink. Our production manager and co-host is Erica Cantor. Music and show artwork was created by Shane Yoder of PutThemInASong.com and episode artwork is created by John Hayes. Our website, TrueCrimeBinge.com, was created by Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com. If you're a listener and would like to recommend a future guest or a podcaster that would like to request an interview, you can do so right on our website. And again, that web address is truecrimebinge.com. If you're enjoying the show, please do me a huge favor and take a minute to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're using to listen. Make sure you give us a follow on social media. We can be found everywhere at True Crime Binge. And thank you so much for listening. And make sure you tune in next Wednesday morning for another podcaster, another case, and another True Crime Binge. 